with their number one pick, should the Vikings take a cornerback? Well, that's what the consensus says. What do you say? In remembrance of one of the worst free agent pickups in Vikings history, two-thirds of the world is covered by water. The other third is covered by the Vikings' next draft pick. Yes, I just quoted Fred Smoot. What you going to do about it? Welcome to the 420 edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. Yes, it's my birthday. Hey, what do you think I was going to say? <laughs> yes, it's I was born on 420. Since it is my birthday, I have no problem asking for you to go down there and click like and subscribe. Yes, the only thing I want on my birthday is for you guys to get me over 100 subscribers by the end of the day. Yes, this will allow me to get my comments opened up so you can trash me or praise me. Hopefully a little more praise than trash me. I do appreciate it. Again, just to keep me going, to keep more Vikings content out there, hit like, hit subscribe, keep us going. I do appreciate it. Now let's talk cornerbacks, cornerbacks, cornerbacks. That's all we heard when Mike Zimmer was coach. Sure enough, the first draft without Zimmer, we are still talking cornerbacks in the draft. This episode, we're going to talk about the Vikings draft history with cornerbacks and who is expected to be there the first half of the first round for the Vikings to pick. Now, let's talk about what we've done in the, in, in the past. First round cornerbacks have been a little hit or miss, but it's only been a recent phenomenon that we've been taking cornerbacks in the first round. Let's start, let's start backwards. 2020, Jeff Gladney, 31st overall. He uh, fortunately it ran in some ran in some uh, problems with the law. He's since been cleared, but we decided to cut him before it went to court. And uh, now he is with the Arizona Cardinals. But we cut him before the 2021 season. He was our 2020 first round draft pick at 31. Uh, 2018 is when we drafted Mike Hughes, 30th overall. We traded him to the Chiefs for the 2022 six-round pick. Well, that pick comes this year. We'll see how good a draft pick that is. And, you know, Mike Hughes did play decently for the Chiefs, a little hit or miss. And now he's uh, signed a one-year contract with Detroit for $3.5 million. In 2015, we signed Trey Waynes, uh, the 11th overall pick. He left via free agent. Signed a three-year, $42 million deal with uh, Cincinnati. He missed the 2020 season, and uh, he's still still on the roster. 2013, Xavier Rhodes, uh, 25th overall pick. That was the year we picked three players in the first round, all of which are not on the team for various reasons. So Xavier Rhodes, 25th overall. He left via free agency in 2020, has signed or after 2019 season, I uh, signed a one-year deal with Indy, I think two years in a row, and is currently a free agent. So out of these guys, Jeff Gladney was a little hard to, you know, Zimmer doesn't like rookies. And Jeff Gladney, he struggled a little bit his rookie year, but he was expected to bounce back, but he never got a shot his second year because of the uh, legal issues. 
Mike Hughes, a lot was expected of him, but gosh, he just got hurt too much and just couldn't 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 get in the lineup, couldn't show his worth. So that was a little disappointing. That was you could call it a bust. He was still pretty good. Um, he'll still play a few years in the league. 2015, that was Trey Waynes. So now Waynes, he played like a number one cornerback. In fact, when he left us, I mean, he signed a big contract. We couldn't afford it. I was happy to say that we didn't pay that money. But we went into the 2020 season with no cornerbacks. That was a rough go. We had a bad season, and it carried over to 2021. And that's mainly because our our defensive backs were pretty shallow. We didn't have a lot of depth. Xavier Rhodes, I would say out of all these cornerbacks, he probably had the the longest. He was the longest career with the Vikings. He he did uh, he didn't sign a you know, his 2019 season. It wasn't very good, but he still made the Pro Bowl, which garnered some laughter from Vikings fans. He wasn't that good to be a Pro Bowl player, and it showed when he could only get a one year deal uh, with Indy. So, but Xavier Rhodes, he did. I think he did play pretty well against us when we played him. Um, he showed some. He showed some. He showed some spark still. But again, he fell off a cliff. But for a short time there, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. So I'd say out of all those cornerbacks, Xavier Rhodes probably had the best career. Trey Waynes probably had the most consistent career. Um, now going into the draft, we're picking 12th, and there's a lot to be said about who's going to fall to us at 12. There's a there's a definite top tier at cornerbacks. And I reviewed the video of what they consider, what a lot of people consider the top three, and the the top guy is Ahmad Gardner, and that's because he's physically a freak at cornerback. He's six three. I seen him as varying in weights, but I seen a lot say he's two hundred pounds. He ran a four a four four one forty. I'd say his top end speed is better than that. Um, I, he does close well on the ball. Now. He's an athletic, strong corner. He dominates small receivers. I don't know if it's what he wears. He wears leggings sometimes, so I don't know if it it makes him look skinnier, but um, he doesn't play skinny. Has lockdown corner skills. Um, He sticks receivers like glue, surrenders tiny cushions. So he can give up a cushion, but um, he he can close on the ball. He's trusted in man coverage. One of the best coverage corners in college football the last three years has good ball skills, locates and attacks the ball in the air. So he he high points the ball. He he gets up for the 50-50 ball. He's a good player. He's definitely a, he's he's the one corner in this draft that you can say will mirror the top receiver from the other team. I do believe that's the case. He has uh, safety-like skills when defending the run. This guy's a willing tackler. He he will get low. He'll he'll deliver a killer blow. He um, causes turnovers if he can. He he's a he's a tough cornerback. Um, you, you wouldn't look if you're looking at him, you wouldn't think so. But when you see him play, he does. He does uh, attack the run very, very well. Uh, since 2019, he has allowed. He has yet to allow a touchdown. He scored three on his own and is the best ever career passer rating when targeted of 
32.6 quarterback rating when targeted. That is crazy for a career. He has elite instincts and anticipation, reads and reacts with discipline. I believe that um, it just shows when he's off the ball, he's almost like he's baiting receivers and gets to the ball, knocks it down, or he picks it off. So this is the kind of player he is. He he's aware in the zone. Uh, if he if he play, so he's adept at playing both man and zone. He has a uh, and like I said, he has straight line. He has a he has a, a second. So he's a four four one forty, but he shows more top end speed than that. So Mod Sauce Gardner is going to go as your number one cornerback in the draft. Some say as high as number four. There is talk about how the Vikings would trade up to four. I don't see us trading up. So whoever falls to us is who we're going to take, I believe, if if we um, see the value there. If there's a lot of players that we like and, and we could trade down a little bit and still get the guy, then we'll do it. And that, guy's pro- and that guy we're hoping is Derek Stingley, I believe. Derek Stingley Jr., uh, LSU, 6'1", 195 pounds. Great athlete. 38.5 vertical. I've seen it anywhere listed where he is a 4.2940 to 4.37. I believe that 4.29 was um, taken uh, going into his freshman year of college. Now, he was a All-American, you know, All-SEC cornerback his freshman year. You can go see him playing against his team on defense. And that, uh, that was Jamar. There's a video of him and Jamar Chase just 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 sticking to him like a vacuum. And it was quite a sight to see his hips, his moves. He was looking back at the ball. He was stride for stride with Jamar Chase. So any, and think about it. He got to practice against him and Jefferson all, you know, all practices and then play in the sec and still be considered the best cornerback. He was a, he was a top, top uh, recruit coming out of, uh, out of high school. In some cases, I think rivals ranked him number one. And, uh, you know, he ended up playing at LSU and won a national championship as a freshman. He's a supreme athlete, crazy physical gifts, uh, fantastic in man coverage. This guy is a shutdown corner. Uh, there is some talk that he's not a – doesn't he's an average zone cornerback. So it depends, I guess, the way we use him. He doesn't have to go in right away and start if he was with the Vikings because we do got two – um, decent starting cornerbacks, and we have a decent nickel corner. So we could ease this guy into the lineup. But I say if he's dominating and he shows us stuff from preseason, he needs to start. He'll need to start if he gets drafted. Uh, he's physical downfield, matches up well with big receivers. There is I've seen a size difference of six foot, six one. I don't know. Um, I wish these guys would get their consens- consensus. Um, sizes down. I don't. I don't know where it's coming from, but uh, I did see him as high as six one. He's got great competitiveness and a very high effort. He's got a high motor. Can play in all systems. Well, but he's mainly a man press corner. Uh, he does just like Sauce Gardner have closing ability, where he has a he has a second gear and his speed already with the four two nine to four three seven. It shows that he already has a speed. But it's another situation where uh, you can see this guy um, with giving guy a little bit of a cushion and not getting ate up. And that's a big deal. 
Um, he does have the hips to go with the receiver. Uh, he shows a lot of that in the film. Now, unfortunately, most of the film was from his freshman year because he's had injuries, the latest being a Les Frank injury, uh, basically a broken foot. And uh, he, he's since recovered that, and it ran a 4.37 at his uh, pro day. So there's a lot of, you know, there's signs that he's fully recovered. And he still has even more time before before uh, we, we break for camp. Uh, he's aggressive tackler. I like this guy. This guy, much like Sauce Gardner, much like the top three guys I'm going to talk about, they tackle, and I do love it. Um, he, he jams receivers the line of scrimmage, and he can still turn to go with them. He shows that a lot. He, um, he's, a, he's got good ball skills. He can attack the high ball, um, the 50-50 ball. And if he has a chance for an interception, he makes it. He's got like nine and, a, nine and three-eighths-inch hands. He's got fairly big hands for a smaller guy, you know, cornerback. I say smaller guy, but cornerback. So this guy is, there was talk as a, I remember watching a video of him and the announcer saying, next year he'll be playing both ways for the LSU Tigers. It didn't happen, I don't think, but uh, he did show, he, he does show really good ball skills. In fact, he had six interceptions his first year, two of them in the uh, SEC championship game against Georgia. Now, here's the guy um, that moved up draft boards. I don't think he started out too high, but I see because I see the video of him. Uh, he's a gamer. Uh, Trent McDuffie. And he's 5'11, 194 pounds. He runs a 4440, a 4.4440. Uh, this guy, much like the other uh, cornerbacks, but even more so, I think he baits receivers and closes. It's, it's not like he's got the top-end speed, but the guy has closing ability. He can catch up. There is no doubt about it. And, and uh, against the run, I think one of, my first, one of the first highlight films I've seen of him, the first half of the film was him making tackles. You know, coming up and just taking down running backs or receivers, he, he hits. He kind of reminds me of Antoine Winfield a lot. I don't know if I'm making a good comparison Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I think this guy is faster than Anton Winfield, but is that type of tackler. So there's a lot to be said about Trent McDuffie. I I said no, I, I wouldn't want to draft him that high, but I wouldn't now after watching more film of him, I would not be upset if we did. He has a um, good press man uh, coverage, uh, start to finish, so he he doesn't give up on plays. Uh, he, on a, on a clever releases, like if guys are juking him at the line, he can move with them fairly well. He allowed 16 catches on 296 total passing snaps in 2021. Uh, that's per pro football focus. His body control and foot quickness uh, allow for elite phase potential uh, transitioning, basically. A natural feel for angles to the football. Twitched up with explosive bursts to close. Some of the I'm reading some of these off of uh, off of what people have said about him. So forgive me. I I will agree or disagree when I see something. So I'll add stuff as I as I'm evaluating a player. Now I'm not a master evaluator. I'm a YouTube channel guy. I am Vikings fan. But when I look at a player, you can you can give them the eye test and tell. But I really got to also rely on uh, you know guys that have watched game after game of these players to get some of their insight. 
Uh, he uh, attacks, catches in space. So if there is a, I did, I have seen where the ball is way ahead of him. He's five, eight yards back. Ball gets caught. He's on him like nothing, and and just takes down the receiver or knocks it loose. He's just and again, like I said, he's tenacious, tenacious at run support. So that those are the top three guys that we're looking at um, at our spot. These are the guys we get tied to the most. You see the little little bit of the draft history. My last my last podcast, I talked about uh, I talked about receivers and doing what we did in '98 with Randy Moss and selecting him, even though we had two good receivers. I don't I won't put past anything with uh, Kwesi. He's going to take the best player available, but you would not go wrong, and I would be completely fine. I don't think Sauce Gardner is going to be there, but I'd be completely fine if they selected Derek Stingley Jr. I would be be um, happy if they took if they took Trent McDuffie. I would be more fine if we took him a little bit later if we uh, garnered some extra picks. So that's it. If you've lasted this long, I appreciate you. Um, please click like, click subscribe. I'm David Shelsky. You can follow me at Skull World and at MN Sports Podcast. Have a great day and enjoy 420. I won't. I've never smoked anything in my life. <laughs> it's it's my birthday though. So if you could hit subscribe, hit like, wish me a happy birthday that way. I appreciate it. Have a great day.